Welcome to the From Overwhelmed to Fulfilled podcast, where it's all about moving out of overwhelm and into fulfillment in your relationships, your business, your finances, your health. I'm your host, Selena Kipnis, a certified life coach and yoga teacher trainer. Welcome to episode number 20, Relationships with a very special guest, my husband, and I'm losing the mic here, Kippy. Welcome, Kippy. Thank you for saying that I'm a special guest. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling special right now. <laughs> so uh, we are preparing for Kippy to go on a trip, to go back home to Israel to visit, and we're planning ahead and I'm recording a few podcasts for the trip while he's going to be gone because we I'll be spending a lot of time with the girls. We're going to have their favorite tutor who's 14 years old and amazing come to help. But I just want to have a lot of quality time with the girls. So we're doing a podcast recording ahead and the... This podcast, of course, being from overwhelmed to fulfilled, one of those areas that it's very easy to get overwhelmed in or to live a very fulfilled life in is our relationships. So what do you have to say about that, Kippy? What comes to your mind when you think of, in our relationship, a marriage, mm -hmm when there have definitely been times of overwhelm, there have definitely been times of fulfillment, what comes up for you? I think that relationships with uh, anybody, but especially a partner for life, like we are, it's an unbelievable opportunity for growth. And, um, you know, whatever is your inner relationship with yourself is going to be reflecting outside in your relationship with anybody especially if you're committed for this, this relationship and with a spouse you know we we are sharing life truly and we're raising our girls and we're committed and uh, th there is no bailing out here mm -hmm. so you really need to confront whatever uh, is not comfortable for you and uh, probably the reasons are from the are from uh, your inner um, your inner relationship with yourself and with myself I know that uh, I have my own triggers and because uh, different things that I learned different conditioning different experiences that I had and I need to learn how to work with them and in the relationship mm -hmm. i cannot ignore it there is no option here for uh, for just postponing it or saying okay it's okay i i i don't have to deal with this right now because there is another person that you must must work things out together but why isn't there you said there's no bailing out so, but a lot of people bail out right a lot of people just decide to get a divorce and i think in our first year of marriage, they say first that first year is the hardest. And I would agree with that, that just coming together, learning how to, two very strong characters, like we both have a strong character, and then learning how to compromise and how to not just like 
run away. But I remember during that year, you said a couple times, like, we need to like do this or this isn't going to work. And when you said like, this isn't going to work, and it, I don't think you ever said the word divorce, but I perceive what you were saying as divorce. And I remember one time in that first year, like looking up, I was like, if you want to get a divorce, then like, let's get a divorce. And I looked it up, like, how do you get a divorce and all that? And then you told me, no, like, I don't actually want to get a divorce. And I, I said to you, well, then don't ever say that don't ever like threaten divorce or even bring that up if you're not really considering it. And if I remember, and I think ever since then, like we've never considered, we have like really talked about, we're not ever going to bail out. Like when it gets hard, we're going to face it. We're going to work through it. And I feel so like solid in that decision that we make every day to be fully committed, even when it's hard. So for when, for, for you, when you say like, we're not going to bail out, like, why not? And like, what does it mean if we're not going to ever bail on each other? Yeah, I think, I don't think the divorce thing was really an option. And when I was saying this is not going to work, I was acknowledging that just the way that, that for instance, our cer certain interactions or certain way of communication is just not going to work for the long run. It's not sustainable. And I really never had a, a divorce on my mind. And the reason for it is because uh, I thought that the most important thing is to realize if you, when there is the commitment to get married and to, or, or just to spend, the, spend your life with a partner, married or not married, the first important thing is that to really align values, see that, okay, we are looking to the same direction. The same things are important for us. We value the same, uh, the same things in life. And I knew that we are valuing the same things in life. So it wasn't about the lifestyle. We want different lifestyle. We want uh, different things in life where we are we're very much aligned with our values and ideas about how to live, how we want to live uh, the good life in our perception. So it was not about that. It was more about how we make it work right now, how from the from a separate individuals where we are creating symbiosis, how from two separate uh, trees, there is like these two trees can create also symbiosis together and create something even better. Uh, pollinate each other, create, you know, like <laughs> I'm always going to the plant world, but there is, there is a, a when, when the, when the, the sum is more than, the, uh, is, is more than the parts, right? And, and I very much felt that we can do it. We can be this power couple. It's just, we need to learn how to put our ego aside and the ego is important but not let it rule the relationships. And, yeah. So one of the things, so we've been married seven years now, right? Is that right? Almost seven years? Oh yeah, seven years, it'll be eight in July. Yeah. And so this past anniversary, I remember that we wrote down like what are our biggest lessons learned in marriage? Mm -hmm. Because in seven years, you literally become a new person. Like you have mm. all new cells and all of that. So we were talking about our biggest lessons learned. So now, and 
time has, and a lot has changed really since that. Like, I think we've grown more and we're, we get closer every day, every year. So what would you say now is your biggest lessons learned, like in our relationship, in our partnership? Yes, not everyone is married to whatever your partnership is. Like, what are your biggest lessons learned? There's so many lessons. I don't know where to start. One of the lessons that comes to my mind first, and again, there's so many, um, so many of those, is that sometimes things will seem like you really come to a wall and you're completely overwhelmed and what's going on here right now, I have never experienced that. With sharing life with another person, with having kids, with being responsible, like more responsibilities come and uh, then doubts can come is it the right thing that I, i'm choosing right now is this is uh, the right lifestyle and all that and and when coming to these walls that seem that it's not possible to to pass through them or climb over them is uh, just to know that okay this is this is exactly where growth happens this is the opportunity for transformation. And I had so many walls like that. And I remember feeling so frustrated, so overwhelmed, and lost, even depressed at times. And really at these times, these were the biggest uh, growth spurts in my personal life and also in, in, uh, in our shared life together. And... Can you give us an example, like a specific example of maybe in our relationship a time when you felt overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and then came into fulfillment through some growth, through some progress? Yeah, absolutely. So when we moved to the United States, I felt completely out of place. My my heart remained in Israel and... uh, I love Israel, I have many friends, I have family, I'm connected to the land. And so why I made this decision to move to a different country is because I knew that it will be uh, easier to, or more attainable to live our values, to really live our values and for, for us to be close close to your family that will help with their children and live out on the farm in nature how we really wanted. So it was a decision that I made against my, against the, uh, my comp, it was totally out of my comfort zone, but deep inside I knew this is the right thing to do. Uh, and I was doing this decision again with accordance with my values, not with accordance with my uh, emotions at the moment. Because emotions can change. You wake up with one emotion, you go to sleep with a different emotion, and you wake up the next day with, with another one. And they all have their place. But uh, when we zoom out and go to our values, okay, how I want to direct my life right now, I knew that with this choice it will be, it, it will be really going with our values. 
uh, with all the difficulty of that. And then in the United States, it was like changing my uh, uh, completely my source of uh, work. So of what I doing for life, right? I was scuba diving instruct instructor. I came here finding myself in in the peanut district in the middle of the country <laughs> you know uh, there is nothing connected to my previous life you know no ocean no surfboards not, not, nothing of that mm -hmm. kind i was teaching you how to sew yeah you're making baby carriers i was making baby carriers i found myself spending most of the day cooking doing laundry taking care of our uh, first one while you're running the and by the, first when you mean first child <laughs> yeah our first yeah our first child and you were running the business so i i found myself in a completely new role of being a homemaker yeah it was extremely challenging out of my comfort zone i have never seen my dad uh, in the role of homemaker he's amazing uh, he, now he's more in that yeah he's he loves to cook and he's amazing but he was providing and this is how i grew up mm -hmm. i saw him providing being out there earning the money and i thought that this is my my place also to do that and i observed you during that time and that was also very challenging for me because i mean for both like as being a new couple um newly married with a new baby and being you know just you were in a new role and feeling depressed and then I was like how can I help and it that was definitely a very challenging time and then when you talk about you know zooming out and that you decided to make this decision for values of living close to nature of living with purpose of family connection and all of these things and now when we look at what that challenging time, you know, through that challenging time, where we are now, where are we now, would you say? Well, we, I feel like uh, there are many shells that were broken and the, and the growth, you know, like more layers uh, were added, many walls were, were kind of shattered and broke through, many bro uh, breakthroughs. And I feel that without these challenges, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to create something new. We wouldn't be able to create something new and grow to our new role of, uh, of uh, where we are now. Mm -hmm. you know? And where we are now is it's all of those things. It's having family, which was one of our mm -hmm. values, having that close relationship to grandparents. And because we're coming together from two different countries, we couldn't have all of it. So mm -hmm. we have one though, we have one set of grandparents here that is very hands-on. We're living very close to the land and mm -hmm. gardening. We have a big, I'll speak for myself. I mean, I think both of us, but I have a big sense of purpose just um, as a coach, as a yoga teacher in our community, raising our children hands-on, homeschooling our children. Mm -hmm. um, so how about you? Do you feel like the values are now uh, fruitful from that challenging time? Absolutely. Yeah. Just be going back for a moment to this example that I said, that being at home, being a homemaker, and uh, completely out of the comfort zone but as i was doing it i understood what it takes to be a homemaker i could understand mm -hmm. you when you were in this position and 
when you didn't had the when when you when you didn't had the other balancing parts of that because you couldn't you you cannot be just homemaker and when you're in this uh, position you understand okay mm-hmm. this is my what my spouse needs maybe mm-hmm. they need more time out of the house maybe they need to be in a different role maybe they need to bring another side of them in uh, being a i don't know a yoga teacher or a, or a, or a massage therapist or the other things that you did so and just... i remember that day when i i came home one day and you said something about you know kind of like that i wasn't helping around the house like you wanted me to and that you you know i don't remember the exact words but i remember feeling like oh my gosh this is like the most amazing gift right now that my husband is feeling like how i felt and i think how a lot of women feel of like you're taking care of the home and is that is your partner acknowledging that like Mm -hmm. the work and the effort and i was just like i was like this is i knew how powerful it was because i knew at that moment that like we both understood mm. the different roles and we could empathize with each other and not take that for granted. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So what else? What else comes to your mind? When you think of like our relationship now, since we're talking about relationships and we do, you know, we do these like check-ins of, kind of rating them, rating different areas in our life. And it just gives us like an opportunity to check in and say like, okay, where are we at? If, if one was like, okay, we're totally not fulfilled, overwhelmed in our relationship. And 10 is like amazingly fulfilled, could not be better. Where do you think you, that we are right now? And I'll also answer this, but where do you think we are? And if it's not a 10, what would make it a 10? Yes. You know, I I never say 10. I never say yeah, 10 because <laughs> we we don't even know, you know, you would ask me 10 years ago or like I mean in the beginning uh, how amazing it can be and I was in my wildest dreams I couldn't believe that it would and I think now it's amazing and uh, and I couldn't anticipate it exactly how it will be 7 years ago and I know that in seven more years, you know, the, the, the reality can be, uh, can be unbelievable, you know, uh, even better than a dream. So I think that I, I do not fully know what amazing surprises, you know, and how, how beautiful uh, things can develop. And I know that they will develop. Uh, so I will, I will say that, uh, that I feel right now at maybe seven eight and what i will need more is more quality time this is what i'm missing and you know this is the main thing quality time and it's it's balance it's balance between work and you know being uh, for the creating some uh, valuable things for the community and uh, and there are other other fields of life that work together but 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 you have only so much time so you know if i'll take it to nine it will probably it might take away from you know your time that you you're putting out for like community work and it, it brings you this satisfaction so 
I'm content in this 7, 8. Uh, I don't feel that we need to go crazy and like, you know, uh, strive for the, for the uh, highest number uh, just because of the understanding that it's all balanced. It's mm -hmm. all balanced. It's better to be everywhere at 7 or 8 than uh, in one thing 10 and the others are like 4. Mm -hmm. So this is my perspective on that. Okay. And so, and why do you rate it like a seven slash eight? <laughs> because it's not like a one is like, okay, we know there's like no connection. No. So what is, what is happening right now in a relationship that's creating a seven or eight? Well, you know, even these that we, we're, we're sitting and having a meaningful conversation, we have it pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. And we, even if most of the day we haven't seen each other uh, because uh, I was with the girls, you were working, then we shift, you, uh, you with the girls, and I'm working, and maybe we had uh, 10 minutes in between. And so there was no enough time for connection, but always we will make time for connection or most of the time at the end of the day, and we will keep the, this family day. So even though there is a big load for work and other things, um, like the studio, the coaching, the, 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 the Nature Kids Club and the forest schooling. There, there are a lot of things that are going on, but we still have this connection. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's not that we're always together, uh, but when we're together, it's, uh, it tends to be a quality time. And this is what matters. Mm -hmm. Okay. And just a little, like, backstory overview for those of you who don't know our, our lives and um, what Kippy's referring to is that we, so basically our lifestyle is set up in a way that we value family, purpose, and playfulness. So we run a yoga studio together. Kippy teaches yoga. I'm, I teach yoga and coaching, right? So we have Organic Roots, the business that we run together. We are also opening a school. And so we have that as a new baby project. We are also managing a farm that we are currently converting to organic. And we are hands-on parents. We homeschool our children while being an entrepreneur. So we the, the flow of the day is usually that I work in the mornings for four hours. I come home, we have lunch together, and then Kippy works. And then we see each other in the evening. Usually there's a class or something in the evening. So we might not see each other until seven. We put the girls down for bed. And then we have time like this where we talk. We have a tea ceremony where we say what we're grateful for. We bring a lot of intentionality into our relationship to because there is a whole lot going on in our in our lives. And I think we're doing a really good job at, at keeping the balance. And we, in one of our nightly conversations, we talked about that, like the fulfillment of balance and how we're able to really just live based on our values. And it's not easy to do that. It's not easy to be hands-on parents, hands-on parents and homeschooling your children while running a business. And it's so totally worth it. Like I wouldn't do it another way. Um, just tonight in 
yoga Jake was saying, you know, you can't delegate relationships. And I thought that was so powerful because you can delegate a lot of jobs and things, but you can't delegate relationships. So that's an overview of what he was talking about. Um, so I'll also answer the question that I asked and I would rate, I feel like I always kind of tend to rate things in eight, but I would rate our relationship right now, eight slash nine, like eight to nine. And I would rate it that because I'm so grateful. I, I'm like, you know, just how did we even meet? First of all, like, it's just blows my mind all the time. I'm like, because I, there were so many guys that I was dating that I could have choked, made really bad decisions and like married one of, not that they're bad people, but we just weren't a good match. So when I look back now, I'm just like so grateful that we happened to choose each other. And then for the life that we're creating together. And I would definitely agree to like make our relationship more fulfilling would be to have more quiet quality time together. And I also know that it's just not realistic at this stage, being parents of three young children. We just had our first babysitter like three weeks ago now, and now we are like playing with having a couple, you know, some babysitting time. So, and that's new. And I think it's going to be very good for us. Um, so having more quality time, I think could be great. Just going off on a trip together, for example. And yeah, I rate it eight, nine because of getting to spend so much time together also. And that can be both a blessing and a curse because it's like, mm -hmm. we can start to get really familiar, right? And like, oh, we, I see you today, but maybe we're not like pausing to appreciate each other. And so that's why we bring in the gratitude time intentionally at the end of the day. And I'd like to do that more so that it's not like, okay, this needs to be done. That needs to be done. And it can get like this in our relationship because of all the things we're doing. And so it is that blessing and the curse at the same time. We get to do so many things together and we see each other a lot. So just really remembering all of the time that it's a blessing that we get to do this, that we choose to do this. And like, pausing to say like, Hey, thank you. I see what you're doing. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. What else? The challenge here in this uh, way is really, uh, because we are working together we're in this entrepreneurial, um, you know, uh, in the business, in the organic roots and the other, other branches of organic roots, you know, I feel that the, it can be a slippery slope to take this um, this uh, working relationship into into our uh, in you know more intimate relationship, mm -hmm. the relationship of just us being a couple, mm -hmm. uh, us being partners, and so and again, it's it's really maintaining balance. Like I can see how sometimes it was bleeding into each other. And I feel that the more we're together and we can separate it better, we, we will be better at putting the work aside when it's time to put the work aside and be right now just friends or just mm -hmm. lovers or just partners and not letting 
well even if it was uh, if it, it was a challenging working day together just putting aside this is a different this is a different um, section not letting it interfere mm -hmm. with the others and uh, because it, it it can it can create create uh, trouble yeah and also the opposite a mm -hmm. uh, working relationship uh, a working relationship and and the friendship is good but not letting uh, too many emotions to let uh, you know go into this part because then it's it's it it, it can interfere there mm -hmm. and you know we're humans and these things are happening we cannot separate it 100% it's just awareness to what's happening are we maintaining the balance checking in and communication mm -hmm. here is a key and so we're giving each other feedback on mm -hmm. where we at how we feel and moving from there yeah okay so i have like i mean you guys we do this all night like we're sitting on the couch right now with our little mics and that's why it's a little more quiet because the girls are in the other room so it's a very you might feel the kind of laid backness <laughs> call and you're really just hanging out with us on the couch right now so i will ask maybe one maybe two more questions and then we'll close but i was thinking that i wanted to acknowledge you on maybe some of the biggest growth that i've seen from you since we've been together and then maybe you can do that for me what you've seen with me so i would like to acknowledge you for your ability to hold space and to just be present and you know it's interesting because i'm as i'm saying that i'm like is that really something that you've changed in or is it just something that i've embraced more that i'm able to receive more i don't know but i feel like you have gotten better with just being present with me um with allowing me to be imperfect with out telling me how I need to be all the time and that I should do this. And sometimes you still do that and that's okay. But because, you know, we see where people can grow, but you really do give me a lot of space to just be human and to be imperfect and to be okay. And, and I feel that you really accept me and love me in spite of all my, you know, mess ups and screw ups. So Thank you. Thank you for that. I love you. I love you. Um, I feel that uh, in this uh, really almost eight years, um, your growth, your significant growth, so it was on the heart level. And you really, you were more guarded when I met you and uh, a little bit more tight in the heart center and you just open up so much you know with uh, with being able to be so vulnerable so open so so much heart connection to people you know and and yeah it, it is amazing it's beautiful i can see how it affects your relationship with your family I can see how in our relationship it started with you opening the heart to me 
slowly, slowly, and then I felt like it it went and opened more, you know, also to uh, to the other circles of people uh, in your life. And I can see a huge transformation how it how it affected the so many relationship, how it gave you so many more opportunities, and it really. Uh, put you on a whole another level of 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 presence and being and what you can offer to the world thank you <laughs> so Kippy, if you have one thing that you'd like to share with the listeners who you know are interested in all of this stuff right like live growing and learning and sharing and all of this and we're talking about relationships like what mm -hmm. is something that you one final thing to close that you would like to share with them well you know i was just uh, i was just really contemplating on this thing of how many phases in life we have you know and how many identities we take in on ourselves and I truly believe that if we are responsive to life and to the needs that arise and there will be always certain needs there would not uh, uh, it's not that everything will be constantly fulfilled and there is no thing that you can do there will be infinite opportunities to step in and grow into a new identity, into something, some new chapter. And I just felt how it happened for me, you know, from moving from Israel to here, changing job, being a homemaker, then moving into being teacher, teaching yoga, and then from there to 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 work with kids and on the farm and gardening and just all these different things it's not that you know i ne i not i i never really had a certain career and because of these transitions constant transitions that we had right and i felt that uh, that there were always some need that needs to be fulfilled and with your encouragement and just because you believed in me, I said, okay, I need to be a yoga teacher right now because, because you are, you are uh, feeling sick, you're pregnant, you cannot teach. Okay, I'm going to be a yoga teacher right now. And, and then we, okay, we need a house, we need a home. I'm going to build this home with your dad, right? Which, mm -hmm. we had, which was a blessing that he could teach me how to do it. And of course, you again were completely believing in me that I can do that. And then we needed to open a school and you completely believed in me that I, I can step in and, and do some, you know, some moves in order to make it happen. So it's, I guess it's two things. One thing is for our growth, we need somebody with this deep relationship, somebody that, that really loves you, somebody that completely believes in you. And it really can help for, for, in this case, I will just talk about me. It really helped me to 
step into these new roles and fulfill the needs that were real in that moment. Um, and I feel, I feel blessed and grateful because I experienced so many different things. It, it empowered me. I learned that I can do all those things. It's not that I'm a scuba diver, a scuba instructor, and this is all what I am. And now I have to live right close to the ocean next to some, some uh, scuba club, what, which I had this belief really before. Uh, but now I know that whatever the need, whatever life will bring me, I can do and I can respond and bring value because, because you believe in me, because I showed you, know, you and me and my family that I can step in all these roles that are needed. And so, yeah, we need each other to push each other forward, uh, to give each other this, um, this support. And so we can keep growing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So thank you for being a guest on the podcast. And just to all of the listeners, whatever your relationship is, I just encourage you to find your core in that relationship and what knits you together. And if you're not in a relationship and you want to be in one, just intentionally seeking out your soulmate, someone who you can feel that bond with. Your relationship doesn't need to look like Kippy's and mine. Your relationship will look different. And that's the beauty, just like we're all unique. Every relationship is unique. They're not meant to be easy, I think, because relationships are meant to make us stronger. And it's part of our growth and evolution as a human. So enjoy your relationships, whatever kind of relationship you have this week and for the rest of your lives. We love you all. Have a wonderful week. Namaste. Peace and love.